faith, and family. Every morning I listen to you guys. Everything you play is absolutely amazing. The radio station I listen to every morning. Mornings with Mike Tom and Colleen Hood on CHVN. We're talking with Daryl and Shirley Peters all the way in Tanzania this morning. They're originally from Winnipeg, and before the interview started, we were chatting and you guys told me that, you know, you went to church at Riverwood Church Community here in Winnipeg. Uh, you taught at MBCI, Daryl. Like, so how do you go from going to church in Elmwood in Winnipeg to living in Tanzania? Well, that was just the pit stop along the way of our, our prenups of living in Africa and working in Africa. So uh, we had we raised our children um, there. They are 28, 30, and 32 right now. Oh, you're totally wrong. They're 30, 32. <laughs> oh, where are you? Am I you? two years behind? Us dads have trouble with that sometimes. I taught, I taught math at MBCI as well. Oh, my Close goodness. By everyone saw that. But the numbers, I'm good with algebra, though. <laughs> but in the prenups, we... Uh, we met at Robin's Donuts on Femina Highway, close to the perimeter, and we were at Providence College back then. And we brought over a, uh, an African um, girl, an African lady, to study at Providence for a couple of years. Shirley did from Zambia, and uh, I don't know. We started talking about our relationship, and Shirley said, "If I bring her to Africa, we could possibly get married. If not, we'd just be good friends." <laughs> so that was 33 years ago. We've been married for 33 years. That's 30... wrong. What is wrong with you? How many years have we married? Oh, my gosh. 1985. What is that? <laughs> 1985. Uh, that's 35 years. 35 years. We're coming to 36 We're... this September. Yeah, almost 36. What's wrong with you? I'm, I'm two years behind. You're two years behind in our kids. That's what COVID does. Do you know it's... if we had a boy or a girl or a boy? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's the time zone difference or something messing no, with not. you today. <laughs> I'm going to turn it over to Shirley right now. Why? Yeah. So I, I looks like I'm saying all the wrong things. <laughs> so Shirley, what? When did you first go to Africa? Then when did you guys first go there? I went in 1983 on my own. I was in Winnipeg Bible College, not Providence, obviously. Um, at that time, it was Winnipeg Bible College. I went alone for three months. You know, they had these missions conferences and all the booths and the gym and that. I yeah. signed up with someone. Went for three months. Didn't even want to leave. But I knew that if I stayed there to carry on Bible school, they have to give the Africans first spots before international people. So I went back, carried on, and met Daryl in Bible school. And like I said, any guy I met, I asked him, do you want to go to Africa? <laughs> they would say no. And then I say, what do you want to do? And they say, I don't know. And I said, I for sure don't want you because you don't even have any goals. Or, or Daryl came to my Africa prayer band. I was the Africa prayer band leader. One of very few, maybe five people came. John Bonk, our prof, him and a few others. It was Asia, India, all of them were packed, North America. Those those groups were packed. And through that, I met Daryl and blunt out asked him if you want to go to Africa, because if you don't, I wanted nothing to do with you. I <laughs> dated before, didn't go well with other people who didn't want to serve God or follow him. So I thought, I'm very focused. I went to Providence. I was I was 25. So everybody there, sorry, I'm wrong, 22. Everybody there was 18. I was focused, didn't care about boys, wanted my degree, wanted to get overseas. So I took her to Africa twice. <laughs> 1999 to 2002, we went to Botswana. I was teaching mm -hmm. in a school in Habarodi, Botswana with MCC. Then we went back for our kids to finish high school and start university. And once our oldest, our youngest, turned 18, 
we flew the coop basically instead of them flying the coop we flew out of canada moved to tanzania eight suitcases left our kids behind they're sold grown, everything but the sold kids. everything and we've been in tanzania for 11 years now and for as long as god wants us we're in tanzania wow that's so amazing i love that too just uh, i love shirley you knew what you wanted and daryl was just like yeah okay sure sounds Darryl good was the, <laughs> she was, was the guinea she, pig that she wasn't said yes. sure, he wasn't sure about me though at first <laughs> no he was too shy he was mr he was mr uh natural athlete at bible school he's in the hall of fame he was mr academic he was Mr. Musician, but he was too quiet. Mr. Sports, everything. But I couldn't hold a conversation. But, like but he was shy, and I didn't like that. So we didn't hit it off. I used to pray with other girls who wanted him. God's will, oh, that's, not, that's why I go too but You far. aren't going to show that in the taping. Uh, I, I don't know. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good because I wasn't interested. He was way too shy, and he'd never uh, dated anyone let's, but me. Let's move to the present. Anyway, present. <laughs> So we came here. It was supposed to be a bread and bre- bed and breakfast, uh-huh. and a lo- what start a lodge. And what started in that wound up being nine acres to thirty acres of land. And uh, we built a lodge in five years and started the safaris company and started doing missions as business or business as mission, so to speak. Our life is our mission. Our mission is our life. So the and business so, uh, kind of allows you to live out your mission and help locals kind of think really our excuse to be in africa yeah that's just the way we see life life is about you know relationships and working with others and uh living in community and africa is in our hearts so and so living in community is what it's all about for us uh making connections with people going to marriages and funerals Mm -hmm. Uh, i have to drag shirley sometimes because sometimes it takes three four five six hours to get through a marriage or a (laughs) a funeral (laughs) but uh, that's part of living in community as well yeah. So uh, we've done, we did that for 10 years and then COVID hit. Yeah. And nobody coming on safaris. No, no guests for over a year now. Uh, our first guests are coming on July 19th. From Rio, Winnipeg. From Winnipeg. Well, about half of our guests. And we've uh, we've done 177 safaris so far. Half of our guests uh, have come from the Manitoba and area. The rest from Canada and other parts of the world. And we went to them to help them keep our staff, uh, did a staff fundraiser. And then moved into building a health center of all things, our COVID uh, pause uh, mission. So uh, and that got pushed. That got pushed started because a couple offered to pay for. We thought it'd be all the land, but prices went up for about two thirds of the land, and they gave a generous donation of sixty thousand dollars to buy seven and a half acres of land right beside our lodge. So that just started it all and we've kept going that was your decision right show to, to do this the health center what are you talking about <laughs> never ever surely so, surely's the party the moral support the encourager the uh i'm in charge of health a little bit of florence nightingale too so that health center is going to be her baby once it gets going what sparked the I'm idea for the that. health center uh we had it five years Five years the in. The biggest need in Tanzania after water is good health. And the facilities are, are much in need, much needed. So uh, with so the help great. of our donors and our guests, we decided to move into a to building a facility and operating it uh, from by ourselves as an NGO, as a nonprofit. So now we wear two hats. We have the business and we have the NGO. And uh, so we're building a, a maternity and a day center to help with primary care for hundreds of people in our community and surrounding area. It's a big venture. Yeah, what is, um, oh, sorry, go ahead, Shirley. 
I was going to say probably about 200 people a day. But really what spurred the vision is seeing the infant mortality rate. Mm. The death of children is one of the highest in Tanzania and the world. And when we got married a year after marriage, uh, we delivered our first child. Was I was preeclampsic. He, Cyprian was five weeks early with lung damage. He almost died. They gave him two days to live, and I almost did. Wow. So watching people here and what they go through and what I went through in Canada, knowing I have a great chance possibly to survive there. Here, I, he for sure would have died, and definitely I would have been maybe 50-50 or probably would have died too. So we're seeing how many women lose one, two, three babies, people on our staff, people that I help. I do a lot of health care for people navigating different hospitals and bringing people. So five years into our journey at the lodgery, so we need to do something about health. Too many people are dying. We have funerals here all the time, okay? All the time. So we thought we got to help women. We got to focus on maternity. We have doctors from Canada who've worked here. We have doctors that we know here that want us to do this. Of course, they wanted to get bigger and be into surgeries, cancer, bones, you name it. We really need to focus on maternity and do it well. Watch prenatal, watch ahead of time, um, give reproductive health and family planning so that kids, women can make it at three months, six months, nine. We have someone on our staff now that just lost their third baby, third time trying at delivery. Are you wow. going to go for the midwife course, Shirley, or are you going to learn as you go? <laughs> Obviously, I'm going to learn as I go. <laughs> <laughs> but, I go to the, many hospitals and help many people, and it's really frustrating, difficult to navigate. I can do that to help them, but like I'm saying, a lot of these babies died unnecessarily. So yeah. I mean, this place we're gonna have a lot of people come. And the maternity ward is built next year and up and running. It's gonna be a revolving door. Our lodge may slow down in in low season or rainy season when we close in April, but that place is gonna keep revolving all the time. So how far along are you right now? Con has construction started already on the actual buildings or that's just getting going? We're four months into the build of the outpatient day center. We're going to, th this is a reveal. We're going to call it the name uh, day center, which means grace day center, because so much favor has been uh, given in terms of don not just donations, Nema. but Nema. Nema is a swelly word for grace. Yeah. Can and, you spell uh, Nema so for me? N-E-E-M-A. You pronounce the E's separately. Nema. So that's uh, that's our first project. We hope to open in September, which is super ambitious. We're putting the roof on right now, uh, which is uh, a great step. We're excited about that. And so now we're doing, with, uh, we're actually looking to hire some Tanzanians and get it going and uh, see if we can get open as fast as possible because we don't have many guests this year. We have time to do this. And we have to start interviewing doctors soon and nurses nice. and start outfitting the labs and things like that. They will all be local Tanzanian yeah. uh, trained professionals. And we hope to connect with our guests with uh, some volunteer medical work, both training from the, from the international side and also learning about Tanzanian life culture and local medicine uh, in the other side and in internships. So it's a, it's a win-win for the lodge and for the health center. I was just thinking as people, you know, growing up now around that and stuff, and maybe all of a sudden they have goals to go into healthcare because of what's going on as well, right? And can have a really cool cyclical effect. Well, uh, we have a lot of nurses and doctors who come here too. So they're waiting from Canada or America to bring out teams here and work alongside. We're building dorms so that they can stay there. Others who want to stay in our lodge can stay here. Of course, that's that's more money. But uh, it's it's just can go either way 
for people, you know, options, but just the fact that they can learn and mentor each other together and learn. It it sounds like there's hope on the horizon, travel beginning soon again, maybe. <laughs> but in the yes, meantime, please. before we can come there in person, how can we help out from here in Winnipeg and Manitoba? Well, we're always asking for prayers. We want to find the right people for our staff. And uh, every day is a journey trying to trying to make decisions in, in an area which we are new to. But uh, we want the prayers of the people, especially. And also, uh, we're looking for a 1,000 people to join for $100 each. That's a goal we have. We're at 325 right now. Nice. Uh, 325 homes and businesses who have joined. We've raised almost $400,000, all pre-charity status, in the last year. Or actually, the last six months, last which six is incredible. Months. It's a miracle. Just an amazing amount of uh, grace and favor from the people who have been supporting. And so, uh, check out our website. It's dashircares.org. Uh, That's for the medical center that we're building with the maternity next year. Uh, check it out if you can help support and share the word. That that is what we really appreciate, and the prayers and just uh, the encouragement. We always need that. Some days are harder than others. <laughs> Today, today's okay. Tomorrow we get some challenges, but so far we say that God is at our Ebenezer. Mm-hmm. Ebenezer. Thus far, He has helped us, and we continue to sing that song about Him being our Ebenezer. It's, and we are be- true. we are beyond blown away. Many of our guests have come here sometimes two, sometimes three times. Many of them have given two, three times. We had a little boy last week from Ontario that gave all his hundred dollars of his birthday money all to the health center. Wow. So yeah. things like that choke us up. That kind of donation means as much as the 5,000, the 10,000, the 50 or the hundred. Right. Um, so we are blown away by the generosity of Canadians, but we've been here almost 11 years. It's because of our journey and community and people that have been here from around the world that they're in and they want to help with this project. So we're really blown away. We always tell God it's yours. We, we can stop at any time, but and just when things look like it's going to be over, then more money comes in again to keep on going. It's like manna. Manna. Yeah, right. Daily Tell manna. the workers we and were okay this week. Yeah. Next week, we hope to have enough money. And so far, it's happened that way. Like who in a business can support 30 people for a whole year with no business? And <laughs> right. By the generosity of others. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Well, thank you to you so much for what a fun conversation. Uh, we'll be praying for your work. And again, if you want to find out more info, check out chvnradio.com. You can also find a full story up there.